Jesus, we trust in you. You are sovereign, holy, and righteous. Jesus, we trust in you. Hallelujah. We magnify you, Father. We lift you up, Father. We trust the operating of your spirit and word here tonight. I pray be exalted. I pray be exalted, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your mercies. Thank you for your grace, Father. Thank you for the beckoning and the working of your spirit in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your promises. Thank you, Father. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My soul rejoices in you, my salvation. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hilamando lo bosie, kiaramando lo bosie. Hallelujah, I magnify you, Lord. I magnify you, Lord. Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. I feel the richness of his spirit. I'm thankful for that tonight. Amen. The Lord is at work in a precious way. And what a privilege to be a part of what he's doing. Amen. How many of you remember us praying two weeks ago? I'm getting some nods. Yeah. Okay. Two weeks. The nods know what I'm talking about. That's why I was looking. The nods know what we're talking about. Remember two weeks ago in a, on a Sunday morning, we paused in service. Well, we didn't pause. The Lord paused us. We brought some people to the front that were regarding job situations. Remember that? Raise your hand. All right. Uh, you may remember there was an expression of how we felt like enough is enough. We're getting enough of these crazy reports in, in the name of Jesus. Well, uh, I was driving to Olympia, as often do, on Monday morning and was thinking about that. I was reflecting on that morning and seeing faces standing here and knowing what the Lord did and what the Lord was doing. And the Lord began to lead us in prayer about that again. Lord, open the door. I rebuke the devourer. I got a message that afternoon. Uh, can I share this? Okay. <laughs> Put somebody on the spot. Everybody's like, who's he looking at? I got a message that afternoon uh, from Brother TJ. And he said, hey, I'm going in this maintenance job. I told you about I'm going in for an interview. Well, the interesting thing about that is they had called him 
before we prayed and told them they'd already filled that job. But they called him back Monday. No, didn't happen. We'd like you to come in today. And so I'm believing the Lord's at work there. It was on Tuesday, I got a, note, a text from Brother Zario said, hey, this company I've been trying to get in the door with, they're at, you're interviewing tomorrow? Got an interview tomorrow. On Tuesday, I got a message. Was it Tuesday? Tuesday, I got a message from Brother, I forgot his name, Martin. <laughs> I got a, sorry, there are just almost 50 laps. I got a message from Brother Martin that said, hey, that company that we were talking about, they offered me a job. He can tell you the whole miracle and all that and some of the things that took place there. I Greeting some of you tonight, talking to Sister Julie. She said, Brother Hart, it happened on my job. A person got something changed in the whole atmosphere. When we pray, God responds. When we wait on him and he leads us in prayer, God responds. Amen. And there's more yet that he's doing. I have great faith. I have great faith. We shared those that were healed on Sunday. There has been a shift in the spirit, and the Lord is giving us faith. Not Now, he's letting us see it in our lives, but it's so we can walk and operate in faith where we go. Amen. And what a privilege to have the borns with us tonight. Got to spend some time with them and have so enjoyed that and getting to know them just a little bit. And I appreciate they are genuine. There were no errors, no... You know, I like real people. And they're real people. Brother Bourne is a man of great faith. And I believe it's God-ordained timing that this man of great faith is here tonight. And I believe, I know the Lord is going to use him, and I believe there's going to be an exchange I believe there's going to be an exchange. We as a body will receive what the Lord wants for us. And I believe as a body there would be an exchange that will be imparted to them. Because they've made an effort to be with us. And so, Brother Bourne, I'm asking you to come. Amen. And we're going to turn it to you and take your liberty. In Jesus' name. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord. Love you, Lord. We praise your name, Jesus. You are worthy to be praised, Lord. I lift my voice to you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You can be seated. Healing the sick. Raising the dead. Making blind eyes to see again wherever 
him far The healer is here Confounding the wise Uplifting the meek He's blessing the poor Giving strength to the weak Whatever you need I know he will supply Reach out and touch him As he passes by said he's here. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. My heart is filled joy that the Lord gave me. I've been changed from the old man that I used to be. My life was changed forever when the Lord found me.
brand new man. From my sins, he gave me freedom. From my chains, he set me free. glad for the change that happened well he didn't leave me the way that he found me he didn't leave me to die in my sins oh but he left me his hope this the other day. I don't have the testimony, but some folks have. Uh, asked this little boy to, if he had a praise. He said, I want to thank God for saving me from drugs, from alcohol, from a lifestyle that was not conducive for living. Running with the wrong crowd. And the preacher said, son, how old are you? He said, I'm eight. He said, you mean God has saved you from all that? He said, he sure did. He kept me from going there. Well, <laughs> I may not have the testimony that some has, but all had sinned and come short. And it all took the Holy Ghost. I try to stay in the flow of what is going on in a place when I go. And I'm probably as different as one side of the mountain to the other right now. But I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost. Leviticus chapter 21. I give honor to leadership to your bishop and to the elder of this congregation this assembly I am glad that we have been treated uh, I really hate to go home because I don't think they're going to meet me with the same 
They're going to make me drive and all that good stuff in Houston. But uh, We have been truly blessed to be here over the last several days. And my wife and I, we're so thankful. And you are a blessed people. You need to be thankful for a man of God in your life. can't be saved without a man of God it's just the word you got to there's got to be somebody that's got to have veto power in your life oh hallelujah y'all trying to figure me out I'm six foot two I weigh 155 pounds and then I'll turn around so just I don't have an accent, y'all do. So now that we got all that out of the way, amen. I ate stuff last night that I don't go hunting in Houston. And uh, so I don't even know what to order if I go back. And I'm not even going to try to figure it out. Uh, preacher looked at me several years ago and told me that I needed to learn Spanish. Well, when you're from South Mississippi, that is really not at the top of the list. And so I said, okay, thank you. Well, I, little did I know that in a few years that uh, our congregation at home is about 40% Hispanic. And, uh, but one thing about it, I'm not going to starve to death. I have learned the key phrases. And uh, so God is good. Anything outside of taco, enchilada, burrito, and mucho, I'm, it's immaterial. Amen. Leviticus chapter 21, verse number 16. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, saying, Whosoever he be of thy seed in thy generation that hath any blemish, let him not approach to offer the bread of his God. For whatsoever man he be that hath a blemish, he shall not approach. A blind man, a lame, he that hath a flat nose, or anything superfluously, a man with a broken foot, a broken hand, a crook back, a dwarf, a blemish in his eye, he's got a scalp, got scurvy, has his stones broken, no man that hath had a blemish of the seed of Aaron, shall come nigh to offer an offering of the Lord made by fire. He hath a blemish. He shall eat the bread. I'm skipping through. He, has, he shall eat the bread of his God, but of the most holy and of the holy only shall he not go in unto the veil, nor come nigh unto the altar, because he has a blemish that he profane not my sanctuaries, for I, the Lord, do sanctify them. Anybody's got a hurt back in here? Your back hurts? Anybody ever broke a bone? You're going to have to leave the, leave the church. Anybody got a flat nose? Turn and look at your neighbor and see if their nose is flat. You got to leave the church. 
Anybody blind? Take your glasses off, you're blind. You got to go, brother. <laughs> By the time I get through reading all this stuff, I don't know if anybody's going to be left. I, I mean, you just have to, according to the Levitical law, you could not come in and offer sacrifice unto God. One translation, if you're bald-headed, that road rose out some. If you didn't have all your teeth. And people will look out. The people drive by and they're looking for a perfect place. And I look around here tonight and I see no perfect people. But I see some people that have been redeemed by love divine. Glory, glory, Christ is mine. My all to him, my now resolve. I have been, I have been redeemed. I am glad that I do not live under that law that I could not walk into where the presence of God was at. No matter what may have, I broke an arm when I was 10 months old. I liked to climb. And I climbed into a window fan that was running at 10 months old and broke my arm. Uh, so uh, I have had motorcycle wrecks. I've got uh, arthritis. I've... Uh, there's just things going on with this body that would prevent me from entering into. They could not go in because there was a blemish. According to the Levitical law, I am a reject. Nope has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a Gentile. It's just that all of the other things that are going on in my life that I could not participate in worship. I could not go in to the veil. But when he said it is finished, the veil rent top to bottom. I can boldly go in to where he's at because now it does not matter. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I can go in to the presence of God on a Wednesday night, whether it's in Texas or the state of Washington. And I can enter in and give him praise for he said, where two or three are gathered together, there am I. I drove into the parking lot and I felt the peace of Almighty God. I stepped into a building and I felt the peace of Almighty God. Because there was some thankful hearts that said, when he picked me up from where I was, he delivered me. He set me free. 
and didn't leave me in that place. I love to watch when somebody is filled with the Holy Ghost. I love to watch that transformation that comes over them. I, I, I like it when I've watched people as they have received the Holy Ghost in the altar and we get ready to baptize them. And I've told them, I said, when you come out of the water, you're going to talk in tongues. God is a God of order. That puts things in perspective. He, he says, repent, be baptized, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There are some people that the Holy Ghost falls on them before they talk in, before they are baptized. They talk in tongues. But when you come out of the water, it's my belief you're going to talk in tongues again. I've watched it time and time and time again as they've come out of the water. I mean, while under the water, they started talking in tongues. And bring them out and water. They're spitting and a spewing and a coughing and a, all that good stuff. And they're, and they're talking in tongues. And it doesn't matter how long they, you know, people want to talk about this, this deathbed repentance stuff. And, you know, some people, I, I can find in the word where it says that he hired somebody at a certain time of the day and offered them a certain amount. And then... About mid-morning, he'd done it again. At lunchtime, he'd done it. Mid-afternoon, he'd done it. Right before quitting time. There are people that are going to receive the Holy Ghost moments before the catching away of the church. That are going to receive the same reward. I've had the Holy Ghost for almost 50 years. They're going to get the same. They're going to get a mansion. They're going to see streets of gold. They're going to see walls of jasper. They're going to see the one that died for them. That It doesn't matter. I don't want to go to heaven by myself. But I'm glad that I can walk into this house tonight. And feel what I feel. And know. The woman had absolutely no chance of going to the house of God. For she had an infirmity for a long, long time. When we don't receive a healing, when we pray, all right, God, this has just happened to me. I want you to let it happen and take care of it right now. Or when it don't happen, 12 years down the road, I, I, I wanted to, I, I've wanted to leave. I, I really wanted to leave Sunday. I, I wanted to, I didn't know why. I wanted to leave to get on a plane and go back home. The Holy Ghost says, you need to stay put. I thought, well, they got, they got better preachers than me. They don't need me. I woke up yesterday to the news that my dad, he, they have admitted him into the hospital and they're running tests. We don't know what's going on. I'm not, proclaim, I'm not saying anything is, is wrong. I told my sister earlier, I said, I'm not going to tell anybody that this is what he's got or that's what he... I don't care what the doctors say. My God has the last word. And I wanted to get there. I, I, they drove him eight hours from where he is pastoring to where uh, there to Houston and, and trying to get the best medical care. I, I wanted to be there. 
But a peace of the Holy Ghost came over me. And as I was sitting there this morning around daylight, my, my phone been buzzing because they're, they're ahead of us in time over there. And they thought, well, it's 730 here. Everybody ought to be up. <laughs> Some of them thought everybody ought to be up at 6 according to their time. So my phone's been going off since about 4, 4.30 this morning. Just and, and they're asking questions and I don't have answers. And Well, when are you coming home? When the Holy Ghost gets through with me. There's some people in here that you've walked into this place and you feel like that you do not measure up. But he has sent a loud mouth fat preacher from Houston, Texas to walk in here and explain in another way that these great men of God has already explained. He is no respecter of person. And we're not living under the time that you cannot enter. If you will lift your hands and give God some praise, there is something that will happen in your life that is above and beyond anything that you can imagine. I've come in here tonight to tell somebody that you're not a reject. Your past is not going to dictate. Because I don't, I, I don't find where it says that if you got all of this, you can't talk in tongues. And let me, let, let me say, we have been on this journey that y'all have been on for longer than we have. I pastor a church this year's 90 years that it's been in existence. I hadn't been there 90 years. <laughs> Just help some of y'all out with you with your tutums. And uh, 90 years. And, 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 and I've seen some I've seen some sites that has come through in the last 13 years. And some I've scratched my head about. But we're not standing there at the door. Looking somebody over. Nope. You, you, you can't hear so you can't come in. Somebody went, huh? You'll get that one tomorrow. Some of you's got selective hearing. It is that tone that your companion. Uh, y'all thought I was supposed to say your wife, didn't you? That tone that your companion talks in that you can't hear it. And you're going, huh? Huh? What'd you say? You couldn't come in here. I was sitting at a red light one night in a, in a dually pickup looking at a map. I was getting spiritual. I was looking at a map. We were fishing to go fishing at the bay. And we were plotting our course sitting at the red light. The boat was already in the water. 
We had everything we needed. We was ready to go. And I'm twisted in the seat looking at the map and and we're saying we need, we want to go here and here and we had done plotted how far out we were going to go and and, and we were just ready to get into the guff and, and do some fishing. And in that twisted state, I, I can see as good this way as I can this way. And I was watching the red light looking at the map. And all at the same time, I seen in the rearview mirror that Speedy Gonzalez wasn't stopping And by the time I computed everything, a Honda Accord hit us doing about 60 miles an hour and us sitting dead still. And uh, it picked that big old truck up and set it out in the middle of the intersection and tore the rear end out from under it and all this good stuff. Well, I, here I am twisted and all I had time to do was go, Jesus! And uh, the doctors and the x-rays and all that, they said, my back's twisted. And so, ever time my wife has took all she can take of it, she makes me go to a chiropractor uh, for him to try to readjust some things. But according to this, not only could I not come, they wouldn't give me a microphone. I've got a blemish on the eye. How do I know? Because... A rock come out from under a lawnmower and hit me in the eye. And it, and it cut all the way into my eye. So there's a blemish there. I couldn't come in here. And when the day of Pentecost. I'm simple. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, not going, I'm not going to get. If you're looking for some theological whatever you, you're going to have to wait to Sunday but when the day of Pentecost was fully come September the 24th 1969 I was gathered together when the Holy Ghost fell. And he didn't look at me the way that I was. But he says, I see something that I can use. And I've looked at people in this place today. I don't know much about. Now I can look at the. I got some. Looks a lot like you. They, they've got just some on, you know, more on here too. But when the Holy Ghost looks, there's no blemish. They search the. This can be used as a sacrifice. He can come in. I, I wished I had the words to explain to you what I feel walking into this room tonight. That whatever walk of life you've come from, whatever you've been involved in, 
no matter what life has dealt you, when you've made up your mind that I am going to go to the house of the Lord, there was not somebody standing there that said, you can't go in. You can't go in. You can't go in. But there was something that drew you into this house. And I have listened. We've been on this journey. I was going to say a little bit ago. We've been on this journey. and, and, And it was so refreshing. That when we sat down at the in, 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 at the building and people all up and, and I listened because I heard sounds that I, I really turned to look at people because it sounded like some of the folks from Houston was behind me praying. And I sat there and I began to, like a sponge, I began to absorb and going, God, it does not matter if I'm in South Texas or if I'm in the mountains of Washington. There is apostolics that is striving for something in the spirit. And that familiar sound. And I felt at home and I felt at ease. And I was able to relax. And it was like there are people that is reaching for something that is not afraid. They're not, they're, they're not timid. They walk in and they lift their hands. And when they begin to pray, they begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I listen even in this house a little bit ago at people that begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Because something clicked down inside of them and they realized, hey, I am not a reject. I'm not an outcast. I don't care what society has labeled you as. have figured out real quick here. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands because I don't know if any of you would raise your hands because you don't know if I'm fixing to ask something of you or some of you still trying to figure me out and you'll talk about me. That's okay. I've been talked about before. You'll be trying to figure me out long after that big piece of metal that gets me out of here. There's probably people in this room that at some point you walked away from God and walked back. There may be somebody here right now that has walked away from God. And you decided on a Wednesday night because you've heard just enough of what's going on that I can slip in. They're going to teach. They're going to go home. 
But all of a sudden, God rearranged some things and brought somebody in here that talks a little different to tell you that you're not a reject. That he is wanting to do something in your life that is beyond anything that you ever could comprehend. That it does not matter what you did. Yes, we have to pay for things in society. But the redeeming blood that is flowing through this place to take somebody's life and to so rearrange it that when you walk from this room you may not remember the song but you could simply stay begin to hum to the best of your ability he did not leave me the way that he found me I couldn't find my way back, but there was a light that was shining. And in the midst of the darkness, I saw that light. And I came in and he changed my life. I'm glad for the blood. Oh, precious is the flow. That makes me white as snow. No other felt I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not the blood of bulls. Of doves. Because if we were under that particular time, the parking lot's not big enough. Because a lot of us would have had to have a trailer hitch on our vehicle. Because we couldn't have walked in there. Some of I couldn't have walked in here with just a pair of turtle doves. <laughs> I couldn't have come walking in here with a lamb. There was another word they used called bullocks. That was a bull. There had been a lot of sacrifice where I'm concerned. I know me. But I didn't see one pickup, one SUV with a trailer hooked to it out there that began to unload animals. But he says, if I will walk in and offer myself a sacrifice, I think somebody ought to just lift your hands and give him a sacrifice of praise right now.
I, 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 I need just I need just a just a moment. I have become so intrigued with the woman at the well. I've heard the story since I was. But there's something about it when she had an encounter with Jesus. An outcast, a reject. Been married five times. The one she's with is not her husband. Jesus tells her all of this. When he gets through, the scripture says that she went into town to the very people that wanted to shun her. That wanted nothing to do with her. And say, come see a man that can tell you all things. And that being that spirit is drawing somebody in this place, whether it's to a closer walk with him or whether it is to refill you. There's nothing wrong with being refilled with the Holy Ghost every day. I don't know how close that she got to everything on the day of Pentecost. The Samaritans, which she said she was, was just a reject offspring. I don't know how close she was when the day of Pentecost happened. But once you taste of this, once you get a hold and realize that I am somebody, I've got, I don't pastor a wealthy church at all. I've got some poor folks. They're glad that God saved them. And I tell them, I said, now there's a difference in being poor. But you can lift your head and tell somebody, you're a child of the king. Now, I'm not talking about walking around with your nose so high in the air that if it rains, you're going to drown type deal, you know. But there's no need. When you get the Holy Ghost, you don't have to walk around with the mully grubs. Now, I know it's not that way here, but there's, there's people in Houston that you, you run into them at the grocery store or Walmart, and they turn and go down another aisle. They won't talk to you. And I told them, I said, get out of your car, square your shoulders, lift your head up. You are somebody. 
And so we was having a marriage seminar, and we went to one of the hotels there in town, and I told him, I said, my Lord, save you money. Valet park that rig. Get out like you are somebody. So I'm, I got me a front row seat, and I started watching. There were some people, they went and parked their own car. You know, there's always people that's not going to listen to the man of God. They went and parked their car, and they, you know. I watched this vehicle pull in. I ain't going to tell you it was a van, but they, they, they come in, and that thing was a spitting and a sputtering. It had enough duct tape and bailing wire on it. And I went, this is supposed to get interesting. They pulled underneath the canopy of that hotel. He throwed that thing in part, and the shocks were so bad on it that it sat there and rocked. Ain't one of y'all bought that van, have you? <laughs> and it just sat there. And you could see them old boys standing in the valley said, I know they didn't just pull in here. I know they're not getting out. That van's still sitting there rocking. They come pouring out of that van. That little short lady got out. She adjusted her clothes herself. She put her nose in the air, and here she come. I went, sweet Lord. <laughs> her husband run around there and got out a grocery bag with their clothes in it, and inside they came. He walked up and handed that dude the keys and... Park it, James. <laughs> he probably ain't even going to crank because they leave it at the church more than they go home in it. Why did you kill it when you come in the parking lot? If you're going to let them park it, at least leave it running. And I'm sitting there going, Jesus, please let it crank. Please let it crank. And I thought I was hit enough and they come around. Praise the Lord. <laughs> she come across there like she owned that hotel. And I thought, well, she's getting it. Stand up and say, I feel like I need to, I don't know, oh God, where in the world is this coming from? I feel like I need to do this to, I want to give this much to the church. I'm going, hey, your lights is off, honey. Your water's been shut off. You've lost your job. Come walk in the prayer and say, this is what the Holy Ghost said for me to give. Here it is. I got it. Why? Because there are some folks in here right now has got it. I, I, I know it's I'm different. You ain't got to tell me. But you've learned that you are a child of the king. You have been adopted into. And you have the same birthright and the same blessing. 
Because he said, you and you and you and you and you. That whosoever will, would you stand to your feet? If he's done something for you. I want you to just thank him. I want you to thank him. just waiting on you right now as you continue to worship and thank and magnify him come on there's a flow of his spirit that's here hallelujah lord we worship you hallelujah if you need to get out of your seat get out of your seat if it helps you to come to the altar come to the altar come on reach to him worship him and let him respond to you as you respond to him 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, why don't you step in faith and begin to thank him for what he hasn't even done yet. Why don't you begin to thank him for what he hasn't done yet, but you know he's going to do by faith tonight. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, we magnify you. You are our healer, our deliverer. You are our savior and our redeemer. You have accepted us as your beloved. You've adopted us, Father. Your spirit of adoption, we worship you tonight. We magnify you, O Lord. We worship you, Father. In the name of Bring Jesus, shall thou every time shall confess that my Jesus Christ is Lord forever. And every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess.
that my Jesus Christ is Lord forever. Oh, so lift up your voice and sing for joy. Clap your hands, make a joyful noise. Blow the trumpet, shout. Praise Him for the victory. The weapons we use on our bombs and guns. Worship is the way the battle is won. This is the way that we fight. Praise Him for the victory. And I won't turn back. No, I won't turn back. I won't turn back now. And I won't turn back. No, I won't turn back. I won't turn back now. So lift up your voice and sing for joy. Clap your hands, make a joyful noise. Blow the trumpet, shout. Praise Him for the victory. The weapons we use on our bombs and guns. Worship is the way the battle is won. This is the way that we fight. Praise Him for the victory. And I won't turn back. No, I won't turn back. I won't turn back now. And I won't turn back. No, I won't turn back. I won't turn back now. Christ 
because I feel like the Lord is trying to give you opportunity. Give you opportunity. I'm not trying to hype you. or The Lord is waiting on you, giving you opportunity to press beyond yourself and beyond your flesh in praise and gratitude to Him in faith. In faith. In faith. What is that? I praise him oftentimes for the many things he's already done. But there comes a time where I begin to praise him for what he has not done yet. I begin to thank him for what I believe and know he's going to do. And I begin to praise him in faith. I praise you for reaching to my lost dad and drawing him back to you. I praise you because you're a savior and you'll not let him be lost, but you'll reach to him. I praise you for healing my sick mother. I praise you. Come on, you need to find a voice of praise in faith. I praise you for turning the heart that's hardened in my child. I praise you for bringing faith arising in their heart where it was once closed. I praise you, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. There is power in your declaration. Move it beyond your thoughts and let it come out of your mouth. Let there be a declaration from your lips. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we praise you and we thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. The prophet told the king, he put arrows in his hand, and he said, smite the ground. And the scripture says the king smote three times, and he stayed. And it says the man of God, the prophet, was angry with him and said, why did you stay? 
Why didn't you just continue to smite the ground? For so the Lord would have smitten your enemies. But because you stopped. Because you stopped. We are so conditioned sometimes. That when the Lord is. We have to recognize when the Spirit of God has opened a window to us. Spiritually, He's opened a window to us. And He's inviting us. I, I, I feel it so powerfully in my spirit right now. I feel like the Holy Ghost is saying, You just praise me for whatever you want me to do. You begin to praise in faith. I'm waiting on the declaration of the people of God in praise. And so... I'm encouraging you tonight. Don't just hit three times and stop. What do you have faith for? What do you have faith for? In the name of Jesus. I don't care how impossible it looks. What do you have faith for? To praise Him for right now. In the name. I've I've probably said enough, but the scripture says you have not because you ask not. And there are things that you have to speak to set into motion. Correct? Now, This, this couple right here has probably got everything they need that's immaterial to me as we got no saying in Texas they probably got everything they need they probably well off enough they could burn a wet mule in a driving rain so that's between them the Holy Ghost keeps telling me whatever that y'all are asking for and I don't know don't want to know don't care if I ever know it that the Holy Ghost said, if I would walk up here and proclaim it, that he is going to double what you're asking for. For me to speak it into the wind and the wind begins to gather. Now, I know you're praying. I understand. But, but I believe this is apostolic. Where two or three agree touching any one thing. I, I'm needing two or three that will just lift your, point your hand, do your hands like this towards Bishop and First Lady. And I, I, this is what I want you to say. I am in agreement that whatever... The need and they're asking for that God, you make it double.
Praise God. Amen. You can be seated for just a minute. I, uh, I've attended several uh, meetings now where Brother and Sister Bourne have been at. Matter of fact, several times they have a, a niece and a nephew who has accompanied them <coughs> to these meetings. And I have, uh, I've come to appreciate the spirit of prayer that I have observed on them uh, in these various sessions, different parts of the country. And when I was in Mississippi with them, I, uh, I just felt so compelled. And I told them, I, I really, I want you to come to Washington. I want you to come and just be with us. You know, it, it really wasn't about hearing a, a message or, or even the beautiful songs that you have sung and the ministry that has prevailed. It was just, I just want you to come and just be with us. And uh, we started a conversation some time back, I think more than a year ago now. And it just kind of worked out. He had made a comment that he'd, he'd like to attend a pause meeting up here. And, uh, and I was wanting him to visit outside of a pause meeting. So we just kind of joined him all together. <laughs> and I felt, you know, we, we read in the scripture of the concept and the idea of destiny. And individuals have discovered their destiny in God as he ordered their steps and led them. Now, there were some that he pointed in a direction and then their life began to move in that, that way. But I feel like this is destiny. You being here. I said, I want you to come and then I, I want you to, uh, you know, visit each one of the congregations. And I knew how difficult it was for you to keep from getting on a plane and going back home with the situation. But, you know, when we, we look back at, uh, you know, Old Testament concepts like Abraham walking in the land and the Lord saying, wherever thou put your feet down, I'm going to give it to you, right? We know that's an Old Testament concept. But in a New Testament concept, there is a, when we speak spirit-inspired inspiration, in my opinion, there is a deposit made. And so in each setting that you have participated in, you have brought something and you have made a deposit not just according to your destiny, but in alignment with our destiny. And so our spirits bear witness that you're here tonight in the will of God. This isn't a preaching engagement. It's a divine appointment. Let's pray one more time. Right where you're sitting. 
Yield to spiritual expression. Come on, open your mouth and yield to spiritual expression. Let the gift of, flay, of faith flow. Jesus, we come waiting upon you, Father. We wait upon you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Kila mayolo romasia tahai. Ishamayoluri alamatahaya. Neyoluri alamatahaya. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. That which is of the flesh is temporal. That which is of the spirit is eternal. And so when we release spiritual expression, there's an ongoing work. Letting it out. Releasing it into the. Into the receiving even of our spirit. It will accomplish an eternal work. I was riding to the airport with Brother Dobbs uh, the other day taking him to return home. And in our conversation... I felt to make some comments to him. I said, there is a, there is an innocence about you. There is something that is pure that registers with my spirit when you begin to minister and talk. I feel that tonight. As I'm praying here, and you're praying for me, I'm asking of God, give me of Brother Bourne's innocence into my spirit. I don't know why I feel to expound on that. But I believe that that which goes forth, I can receive of that. It and, it and it shapes me, it forms me, it affects me. I want innocence. I want holiness. I want purity to prevail my thoughts. My spirit. Let's stand one more time. We live in a world filled with corruption. Dare we turn on the news radio station 
And just receive, 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 receive. I want to receive of that which is of the Holy Ghost. I want to receive that which is holy, pure, divine. Come on, let's pray one more time. Father, your purity. Father, your holiness. Your innocence, oh God. We receive it tonight. By the declaration of your word in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.